Hello, and welcome back to A to Z with Amy Z. I'm your host, Amy Z. So we skipped a little bit, but we are back for one last trip in this travel episode. So listen up and hear me talk about Sanibel Island, Florida. So we are doing one final episode of this travel series. I hope you've enjoyed my little adventures. There's plenty of places that I'd like to tell you about, but uh, we will see if we continue this on in another season or not. And give me some feedback. Let me know what you're thinking. I want to welcome back my honey, Michael Z. Michael Z. He's back. He's back in the camper. In the camper. He's back. He is back. FYI, we are recording in the camper, so it is probably not the same kind of sound, and our fridge has got a little buzz. We can't get that to go away. Hoping you can hear everything a-okay. So on our way to from St. Louis to Sanibel, we stopped the first night in a casino parking lot. That was quite interesting. Didn't win any money. Actually, we, we bought broke even, didn't we, with uh, what we won? And then the second night, we stopped at Horseshoe Beach in Florida, which was such a quaint, cute little fishing place to just, you can't reserve, so we just kind of popped in there, and lucky for us, there was a couple spots available. Uh, it was like 20 bucks a night, super cheap, almost full hookups. They had a dump station, we had some water, and we had electric, that was awesome. Uh, right there on the water, beautiful sunset. Uh, but this episode is not about that. This episode is about Sanibel Island, Florida. So every year we come, or I shouldn't say every year, the last four years we've come to Fort Myers because Mike plays in a the Roy Hobbs baseball tournament. Is it is it called the World Series? Roy Hobbs World Series. It is. It is. Okay. And these guys get to play in the spring training, spring training baseball fields of the Minnesota Twins, uh, Jet Boot Park, which is uh, the Boston, Boston Red Sox, and then they have a lot of fields. Well, wait a minute, the Terry the Park. Terry Park, which is could be a hundred years old. People like Mickey Mantle and that have played in. Yeah, Don Drysdale. There was a lot of old players that played in that park. That actually is one of my favorite stadiums. I really like that one. And then they have other fields as well. So this year there were sixty-two teams involved. Every year we come down that we have come down, we try to stay somewhere different just for fun. Uh, the first year we stayed in Fort Myers on a sterile boulevard, a sterile beach area. That was, that was nice. That wasn't bad. Um, but we had just gotten like an Airbnb apartment and it was, it was cute and quaint, but we didn't really have like the water feel, beachy feel. We had to walk across the street to the beach. It was fine. Uh, the second year I didn't come and you stayed on Cape Coral with the coach and some other guys. And that was seemed like yeah, that was nice. And a lot was, of people go there yeah. every year to stay. The third year we stayed. Last year we stayed in Bonita Springs, which I loved. Um, our proximity to the expressway where we were located, the quietness of the beaches, the yeah, it was really clean. I loved Bonita Springs. But this year we decided to bring the camper down and stay on Sanibel Island. And Sanibel Island only has one campground. Can't miss it if you're coming down to camp. It's Periwinkle, Periwinkle Park, park and camp, Campground. Yeah, 
sorry, local park and campground. So let's talk about that real quick. Um, it is old school campground. If you're coming down here and it's to camp, it's old school. Bring your checkbook or bring cash. They don't take credit cards. Totally fine. They have a lot of rules, which have been fine. We haven't had any issues with any of the rules, but it is not, it's just not your typical campground. There's no fire ring. You're not going to want to do a fire pit, which you don't want to anyway, because it's freaking hotter than Hades down here right now. Super humid. Eh, lots of bugs. No CMs. But it's a cute, cute campground and within walking, biking distance to the beach. So you don't have to pay for that, which is awesome. But coming on over to Sanibel Island, on top of having uh, cash and credit card or check ready for the campgrounds, you're going to pay a toll every time you come in. It's six bucks to come in for a car, three dollars per axle. And they do have two Florida toll passes, but more than likely you're probably not. More than likely, you probably don't have those Florida passes, so I'm not even going to bother. Eh, yeah, just if you live in Florida and you're listening, because there are a couple of you that do listen from Florida, uh, have a couple. You have your toll pass ready. Otherwise, six and for us, it was six dollars plus three dollars for our camper each time you come back and back and forth. So, from what I've been told by lots of people, Lee County, which is the county we're in in Florida, charges for basically everything. So if you're coming here for the beaches, just be prepared. Unless you get off the bridge and park in those, there's there's beaches on the Gulf side and the river side, just as you cross over the bridge in Sanibel Island. Those beaches are free, but all the other beaches are $5 an hour to park. And I would say there's what, like maybe 15 spots per beach. Or, there's not a ton and definitely no rigs can go in there. So don't bring your camper to the beach and think you can just like hang out for a while that that you can't even hardly turn around they're they're pretty small but their beaches are really clean and full of shells because i learned that sanibel island is known for their shelling um in low tides which low tide for sunday was going to be like one in the morning i hear i was thinking it was like something in the, in the morning you could come to but not like one i'm not going to stay up till one o'clock to go shelling but um yeah, so everywhere you go, including the inside of my car, there's shells everywhere. Um, makes for a nice base, I guess. Nice and firmly compacted. Not like sand that can shift, although it does turn to stand, sand, obviously, later. Um, yeah, so there's that. So, I want to get to the... Let's talk about the bad stuff real quick. Just let's get it out of the way and talk about the bad stuff. Like I said before, it's hotter than Hades right now, and we are here at the end of October. And I was just in Florida in the Keys, which is not too far away, in August, and it was hot. Florida's freaking hot, guys. I am not a huge fan of this state right now because of the temperatures. And it's rained pretty much all week, but that's not even the problem. The bugs! Because of the rain and the heat and the humidity down here. The humidity, forget about your hair ladies my hair has been a poof ball the whole time and I'm hot and now I'm itchy because I've got no CM bites all over my legs I did get this new spray today and I'm hoping that it helps because I got it at the local ace hard what is this called bodyguard bug defense it's like this all natural they swear it works oh my 
gosh, we're both, we have bites up and down our legs. You, you just, you can't even sit outside to eat unless you spray yourself. And I've sprayed myself multiple times per day and it's not helping. So that's not fun. You, you don't want to sit on a beach on a towel even and, and get eaten. It's not pretty. Your body looks ridiculous as well with all your itchy bites all over. Okay. All that out of the way, the bad stuff, all the good stuff to come because there's a lot more good than there is bad in Florida. So here in Sanibel Island, if you're cheap like us and once you get over, you want to stay over and you don't want to be going back and forth all day to pay all the tolls, we decided to take a day and just explore this island. And so that's what we did today before the rain came. We rented bikes. There are lots of places, not lots. There's a couple places to rent bikes, but they have a lot to choose from. That's what I want to say. They have tandem bikes. They have beach bikes. They have those cute little canopy, you can put two small children in bikes. They have handicap bikes. They have all kinds of bikes. And all of them have a basket, so you can like hang on to all your treasures. So we decided to ride rent bikes and ride down the bike path, which the bike path is awesome. It goes from the bridge all the way to the end of the island, not into Captiva but Island, but all through Sanibel. So it's like a 14 mile stretch. So we rented bikes about, what would you say, Mike? That was maybe the six mile marker on Periwinkle Way. Maybe not even that far, maybe the fourth. I don't know. We oh, rented bikes yeah. at Billy's. Thanks, Billy's Bike Rental. It was, everything went fabulous. They give you a lock. So you don't have to worry about that. So you can bike. If you bring your bikes, definitely you can bike. You can even rent a golf cart if you really wanted to, although you can't take the golf cart on the main drag and the Sanibel Captiva Road at a certain point. So be mindful of some of that stuff. But if you don't bring your bike, you can definitely rent them. And it was cheap. It was like 12 bucks for four, four hours. hours yeah. And they were it was like, $60 a week. No, I thought it was like 30 bucks a week. Or, yeah, it was cheap. It was, it was very reasonable, and they have a ton, so you don't have to worry about, like, them running out or something. And that was just one place. There was another place. I don't remember the name. But Billy's is who we rented from, and they were fabulous. Very efficient folks over there. We decided I, I really wanted to see some of these refuges. So along the bike path, there are several like nature walks little nature hikes these little and they're just kind of there's like a sign or there'll be a uh what do you call a per not per a little gazebo or a little picnic area like you can definitely tell and they'll have a really it's 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 really pretty done they have like information about what you can see in there whether it's butterflies different birds different fauna flora and stuff so we did a couple of those along the way, but then the real point of interest we wanted to get to, or I wanted to get to, was Tarpoon Bay. Tarpon? Tarpon. And it was the J.N. Ding Darling National Wildlife Refuge. Holy cow. So cute. So cute. They're, um, they have a, the most adorable little gift shop upstairs with restrooms and things and then you walk along the boardwalk and you can see a little bit and they have it all really nicely um why am I losing my train of thought they, they have it nicely with signage 
like this is poison ivy this is a mangrove tree this is whatever and then as you go in you can walk or bike it for a buck so again don't you know be ready to pay for that but it is a national park ish so if you have one of your passes like we have the uh is america the free or what's that thing here i got it right here america our annual america the beautiful we have america the beautiful pass had i remembered to bring it we wouldn't have had to pay anything but it was a buck for walking or biking and it was ten dollars per car so that's not terrible and they have a tram if you want to sit in the guided tour tram you can do that too we walked through this boardwalk path and got to the guy that we were going to have to pay and there was a gravel path to choose from to walk or bike and then there was the street where the cars would go so Mike's like, hey, we can cover more territory if we go back and get our bikes and bike it. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did. After biking four miles there, we biked eight miles around. And then back, we biked at least, we, we calculated at least 15, if not 16 or more miles. My butt hurts. My legs hurt. My knees hurt. My everything hurts. It hurts. Mama don't bike four hours straight in one day. We walked a little bit. Whew. But it was really cool. There's manatees in there. There's alligators in there. There's lots of, of all kinds of birds. Lots of fish jumping up out of the water. They have other little outlets you can go and fish at. You can launch your kayak or your paddleboard from there. Because there's no motorized boats inside. So the water was just beautifully still and... Yeah, the, the fish were cracking me up. They were jumping and flipping and doing all kinds of stuff. It was, it was actually a really nice bike ride. There was a beautiful breeze, and it wasn't too crazy muggy hot today, especially with the overcast because the storm was coming in. So it was a nice bike ride. Just be prepared. It's a long bike ride. I think I'd rather have maybe taken the car and gotten out, but it's all right. My body will thank me from all the beers and drinks that I've been having along the way that I biked, I'm probably better off. Um, so other things to do in Sanibel Island, when we got the bike, not only can you like stop off at these cute little refuge walking, hiking paths that are, they're like maybe a third of a mile each of them. I think one of them was like a half mile inside, inside the National Wildlife Refuge, but most of them are like along the bike path are, are, are pretty short little jaunts. They're cute. Um, but they also have on this Captiva Sanibel Island going out a seashell museum. I don't know if it costs. I honest to goodness really kind of wanted to go in there and check it out because they're known for their, their shells here. They've got to ha they have conch shells. They have these, they have, um, uh, my brain. They have every kind of shell you could ever think of. They eat the big ones, little ones, shiny ones, dull ones, butterfly-looking ones. I took a picture. I did not take a picture. They even have, like, sea urchins and all kinds of other crazy little spiky-looking things. Starfish, uh, sand dollars, all those, like, fun, unique, not just regular shells. And in such various sizes that it's really would have been, I think, kind of cool. But I didn't go in. I didn't. I just didn't feel like getting out of the car at that point. It was really hot yesterday. 
but they did have a library, a local library there, and since Wi-Fi is non-existent in our old-fashioned park that we're staying at, I stopped in there to download a book and some other, get some Wi-Fi real quick, and inside there, a man had his whole collection of seashells, and that was really neat to see. It, there was a lot more than I had ever thought that could exist on one island, but then again, I'm not, I'm from the Midwest. I'm not from Florida, so maybe I'm just dumb all around, but if you like seashells, she sells seashells is one of the stores and then there's another store that just has seashells you can find them for sure on this island so well speaking of seashells and shopping there are a lot of cute little shops the original chico's is even here ladies um we went to an ace hardware and i got a cute plant because i like to collect plants wherever i go devil's back devil's backbone what's it called devil's backbone yeah it was the devil's backbone it was so cool looking so i had to get a plant i um these little like mossy looking things what would you call them like would you say they're mossy like because they kind of like grow on everything they grow on signs they grow they're those you can get them in the grocery stores they're all over the place non-florida and you, you don't even spritz them. They just, like, take the humidity out of the air. So we, we stole a couple of those off some random trees. Yeah, I don't know what you call them. And we stole some coconuts, too, that we fell, that fell on the ground. We like to collect things. Souvenirs for free. So I stopped and got a plant at the Ace Hardware. But they have a lot of little cute shops. You can get your own swimwear, some new sunglasses. I mean, and seeing the stores, it's not like your average strip mall in the Midwest. I think that's what surprises me sometimes. Some of these strip mall, uh, molly, outdoor molly kind of look, they look so different. It's not that I even need a new shirt or a beach towel. I just want to go in because they're so cute. They're so different. Sanibel Island is a very, it's a very classy looking place. It's very clean, not trashy. So I don't know if you've, can imagine like these cute strips of huts sort of and boardwalky and they're shops they're just adorable i love it so there's lots of shopping there's antique stores there's your typical souvenir shops like i said seashells or you can go to ace hardware like me and get a battery for your smoke detector and a plant because there's always the random regular stuff you need too right Beaches. We talked about beaches a little bit. Don't forget, you got to pay to park. But there are so many cute beaches. Look, grab a couple of those wave boards. Oh, you could even grab so those like little kickboard wavy boards. Damn, I am so not good at like kids stuff anymore. I guess we oh those wave not wave boards. They're not. What are they? Those little boards. Not, it's obviously not a surfboard. It's not that big. Kickboard kind of looking things. You can also get like those, they have these sand shell scoopers in plastic or metal. And they like, so you don't have to bend over. <laughs> we thought people were metal detecting, but they were like scooping up the sand by the water instead of bending over. And then they could like, I guess it like sifts it out, sifts some of that sand out so they can get shells. Those things were everywhere. I was not about to go shelling. I've got plenty of shells in my own little collection. 
You can rent a boat and go fishing. That is something, Mike, we're going to have to put on our bucket list of things to do. Maybe not this trip or the Keys coming up. Guess what, guys? I get to go back to the Keys. That was a little side note. Mike and I are going to go down there for another three days. I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast, but twice in one year. Can you even imagine? That's me. We're going back down there. Well, renting a boat to go fishing. I would like to charter a boat sometime and and go like deep sea fishing or even just like hanging out. And I really don't think this is an area for like sea dews and uh, water skiing. Do you, I've not seen hardly any boats, but again, it's rained almost every day. I've, no, I've, well, I've seen rental boats. for uh, the wave runners. You have here? Mm-hmm. I've seen rental places. Huh. Okay. The weather's so just can... not been. No, the weather's been kind of. Yeah, the times we drive by. Yeah. But the water is nice and calm. I will say that, like, when the storm was coming up, even before it rained, and it was it was pretty wavy, and I could see having a lot of fun in those waves. But I would say, honestly, that being so close to the Gulf, I'm kind of surprised, because I feel like every time we go to the Gulf, the waves are pretty high, but there's a lot of paddle boarding, kayaking, adventure kind of stuff like that we could do, which... <clears throat> really wish I would have picked up that paddleboard bullet paddleboard at Costco but that's okay another day so there is a lot of local fish places to eat down here super yummy drinks craft beers they don't have any breweries on this island which we tend to really are drawn to and we like that kind of stuff but the clo- there are some in Fort Myers there's one in Fort Myers there's some in Miami Isle Murata there's Funky Buddha. I don't remember where that one's from, but so there Fort. Maybe that's Fort Lauderdale. So there's definitely some local-ish beer places around here too. Or you got your standard Bud Lights and that kind of thing. They have on the island a theater, a stage theater, little library towny stuff, a recplex for their one school. It's a really, really cute place to stay and discover even if you're just here for a couple days we've been here about a week so we drove also down to captiva island which if you're going to come through you might as well drive all the way down and go check that place out we had an amazing piece of key lime pie at club key lime and they had some live music so that was really sweet but guess what storm was coming through so we had to kind of bail and we went then to the green flash that was so yummy. I had stuffed shrimp, crab stuffed, sh- stuffed shrimp. Mike had swordfish. We had the potatoes au gratin. It's like a, would you call that cream spinach? Or just a spinachy spinach? I would just say it was sautéed. Sautéed spinach. We watched dolphins, a.k.a. sharks. <laughs> Mike was very well convinced that they were sharks in the Gulf. They were, in fact, dark dolphins with blowholes. We got to see lots of birds, and then we stayed in the whole time and watched the storm with thunder and lightning over the sea. It was absolutely beautiful. So much fun. And also a tornado warning because I didn't know Florida had tornadoes, but apparently when Midwestern people come to Florida, we bring tornadoes with us. Yes, indeed. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, 
that is us. Mike got the melon pina colada as we watched the rain at the green flash and had a lovely, lovely dinner. I know it's not a huge episode. It's been really fun talking about all my traveling adventures. I'm so glad you've tolerated the six, I think, that I've done. It has been uber fun. And I'm so glad that I could share this with you. Listen up next week when I tell you about some new methods for healing your mind and body. If you know me at all, you know I love alternative healing. I would love for you to rate and review the show, share with a friend, and spread the love.